This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer, and we have made it to the penultimate episode of the Roni Rewind experience This is episode 7, Second Chances And this is the season finale of Roni season one. Next week, we've got a Watch What Happens Live reunion, which I have not revisited in several years. And I, um, I'm i keeping my expectations low because I feel like a lot of those early reunions were uh, not iconic. Um, but this is a pretty good episode. They, After a season of kind of fits and starts of getting some semblance of a group and storylines and drama going. It was a compelling finale. And, uh, you know, (laughs) as with most of the episodes this season, a fair amount of the appeal now comes from just the things that come out of these women's mouths. (laughs) Um, You know, it's been a, it's been a really good season of quotable moments, but I do, Going back, thinking back to what it must have felt like to watch this in 2008, which I did not. I, you know, by the time I was on my housewives journey, there were, you know, numerous seasons in the books. So I, I can't quite relate to the contingent of people who are day one viewers. And I, I just have to say, I have so much respect for people who started in those early days and really stuck with it because after watching these seven episodes, thinking back, trying to, you know, if I could put myself in the shoes of someone watching this in 2008 with no idea kind of what's to come, how much impact it'll have. I'm not sure I would have been particularly blown away with this season of TV. I mean, even more so thinking about season one of Orange County, it's a little bit of a slog. It is. It's not what we have come to know and recognize as Housewives. And this show, Roni season one, it's a little bit closer to that. But still, it's um, it's a different experience. And I think part of the reason that I have really been able to enjoy it this time is because I know what's coming and I know the. There are d- the dramatic irony of Ramona and Mario. And I know the journey that Luann is going to take us on. And I know that, you know, Scrappy Bethany is going to, you know, rule the world someday. Not literally, I hope. But, you know, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot to be gained from kind of knowing what's going to happen with these people. But this episode, 
it starts out Luann and Bethany are at a fundraiser for Habitat for Humanity, raising money for Hurricane Katrina relief. Love that. Uh, you know, they see Alex and Simon there, and it's the first time they're all seeing each other after the disastrous dinner party in which Ramona stormed out after um, after Alex brought Simon. So Bethany brings up the hissy fit at the girls' night. Uh, and it's interesting to me. Simon, uh, Luana's like, so why why were you there? And she's like, did you know that it was going to be all women? And Simon lies through his teeth. And it's like, oh, well, I, I, didn't, I didn't have any idea. And Bethany's like, babe, we told you on the phone. We said it was a girls' night. And Alex is like, well, I just don't, you know, I don't get the... I don't get the whole girls night boys night why is why is it a thing you know <laughs> she is out she's just all about gender equality um and i think that's beautiful for her bethany this is a bethany's really firing on all cylinders this episode she says she should take that to capitol hill girls night out is a big discriminatory event the thing is like this is a perfect housewives tidbit because it's like, first of all, girls night is like a, you know, social construct. Who cares? It's a six people having dinner at Jill's apartment. But then it's like for Simon to not be able to pick up on that. It's like, what planet are you on? And then for Alex to justify it, saying that she thinks gender equality means that husbands should be able to come to girls night. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's just so dumb. It's like, okay, that's not okay. But Alex McCord is a feminist and she will not be deterred uh, from bringing her husband absolutely everywhere with her, except unfortunately, uh, Simon has a death in the family. So he has to leave for nine days. This is the longest amount of time that they have ever been apart. Um, and, you know, it's going to be tough. Uh, while he's gone, Alex is going to have to take uh, Francois to the child psychologist for her state of the child appointment, um, which I guess is just figuring out how's it going with, with the kid and then you can get into school. I don't know. I don't know anything about kids. I don't know anything about parenting. So maybe did I have a state of the child appointment? When I was a kid, I can't imagine I did. But, you know, Francois is on a different uh, playing field than I am. You know, he can uh, translate Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star in Latin or whatever. We'll get to that later. <laughs> um, but we get a little glimpse of Ali Shapiro, who is interning at Zarin Fabrics and looks um, about as happy to be at work as I am on a on a rough Monday. Um the horror of her having to learn how to use a phone, uh, really just palpable, uh, feeling bad for her, but, uh, good to see she made it through. Um, meanwhile, our big, uh, finale culmination event that we're leading up to is this dinner party that Jill is planning at the 21 club. Um, husbands are invited, kids are invited, which was a little strange to me, but like, you know, go off sis. But the big question is whether she and Bethany are going to invite Ramona. Uh, because of course, last time Jill hosted a dinner party, Ramona ruined it all. And she says, this is one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite, like, really like sassy Jill Zarin quotes. She says, 
you never know which Ramona you're going to get. Ramona or Ramina. And I just know when Jill came up with or had Brad, her gay husband, come up with Ramina. Oh, I, I know she has never felt more satisfied with herself. She's saying, you know what? I got my confessional interview tomorrow. You know what? I, you know what I come up with? Ramona or Ramina? Isn't that amazing? Isn't that fabulous? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They're going to love it. They're going to love it. Ramona's going to hate it. <laughs> Ramina, isn't that amazing? <laughs> like, it's there's something so beautiful about watching somebody just like think they did something so wholeheartedly. And she kind of did. I mean, Ramina is, um, you know, <laughs> it's like the prototype for the singer stinger, maybe, or the Ramona coaster. Like, we're working out our, um, our puns with Ramona Singer's name. And Ramina maybe isn't the, the most, you know, slides off the tongue or <laughs> what's the, what, what do you say? It's the most, um, it, it's not slides, slips off the tongue. Why is my brain broken? Um, off the tongue, roll off the tongue. Wow. We got there. <laughs> Ramina, it's a good start. It's a good season one, uh, season one little jab. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. The weather is getting warmer, so it's time to ditch those jackets and sweaters for shorts and tees. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found Quince. Now I've got high quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Now that it's getting warmer, I just stocked up on the Quince Cotton Modal t-shirts. I love a black t-shirt that's the right balance of looking really nice, but feeling really comfortable. It's 50% cotton, 50% modal. It's lightweight. It's breathing. It has a little stretch to it, but it looks so put together. I also just stocked up on more of my favorite Quince socks because let's be honest, I am at the point in my life where I don't need to have any socks in my closet that have holes in them. I'm getting the Quince ones that are going to last me a long time. They're just the perfect staple to have in your wardrobe. Quince has all the seasonal must-haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. And the best part, 
all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Plus, they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which I just love. Upgrade your wardrobe today. Go to quince.com mention for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot mention to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com mention. Bethany has her birthday lunch at a racetrack. I just, I can't. Anything that's happening with like Bethany's dad, Bethany's parents, Bethany's biological father, the racetrack, the the horses, the blah, 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 blah. It just kind of goes in one ear and out the other. Like I, I can't, I don't know. I can't be bothered. Also, they're at this racetrack and it's like the middle of the day and there's almost no one there and they're sitting in like picnic chairs. It's, it's very strange. Like the racetrack, I've never spent time at a racetrack, but it feels bleak to me. And I get that for Bethany, this is the environment she grew up around question mark. But like, I just, that doesn't seem like something that I would particularly enjoy. And I am, I do like a sport. I'm getting into football this season. That's new. But you know, the racetrack, I just don't think that's where I would thrive. But it's where Bethany thrives. It's where she feels most at home. Um, and everybody knows her dad, even though she doesn't like her dad. I don't know. It's a whole thing. But that happens. We see Ramona bring one of her friends to Dr. Giese for some Botox. Dr. Giese, she is like one of the longest running Bravo side characters. Ramona loves to go to Dr. Giese for a little laser, a little facial, a little Botox, a little needle, but no knives. She likes the needles, not the knives, because, you know, she doesn't want to do age stuff to her face. Like, she, she just wants to look good. She wants to look young. She wants to look revitalized, but she doesn't want to have surgery. And I respect that for her. I don't know all these years later if she has fully stuck to that. You know, she's like 67. i Certainly would not begrudge her if she uh, changed her tune, but she um, she tells us we all want to look younger, and if you work on it on a regular basis, you'll look younger than what your chronicle age is. Chronicle age is so important because your chronicle age is um, I don't know. It's it's a made up term. I think she means chronological, but I'm not even sure if that's like a thing. Your chronological age? Just say your age. <laughs> Just say age. You look younger than you are. I don't know. Ramona certainly does look good. And at this dinner party, Ramona, she might look good, but she is over an hour late. And this is after she disrespected Jill's dinner party so brutally last time. Jill's freaking out. Bethany's calling Ramona. She walks in and... <laughs> this is a classic, classic Ramona moment because Jill is upset and Ramona's like, oh, oh I, I'm sorry. Look, we got in the cab and uh, oh, I, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Wait, I'm here. I'm sorry. The, the perfunctory just throwing out the uh, two or three sorries in the short span of time, she really, um, she really disarms people with her apology style that it's like within two minutes, Jill is like, well, 
you look good. I like the dress. I like the hair. I wish you weren't late, but you look good. <laughs> like you, I. It's wild because I've I've only met Ramona once in passing, so I don't have any experiences like this with her. But everybody always talks about how she's such a difficult person to stay mad at because she just does this thing where she pulls the knife out of your hand and it's just like, no, but, but we're good now. We're good now. And look, as obnoxious as Ramona is, it is a talent really to be able to be that careless and that, um, you know, clumsy with your relationships and to still always be able to reel it back in and get people back on your side. That is something that most people can't do. And I think it has a lot to do with why, uh, Ramona has stuck around for so long, despite being objectively kind of a nightmare. But um, no, this dinner party, it's um, it's cute. It's nice. It's in this like big room. I don't know. Big room. It's she talks about the 21 Club. I'm sorry. This looks like it could be a meeting room, conference room at a hotel. The way these women are obsessed with a very specific niche of New York establishments. Bethany has a little birthday dinner earlier in the episode and she's like, Oh, my friend has this restaurant Philippe and there's this private room. That's like insane to get a table in. And so I got the whole room and it's they're there. And it's just, it's just a room. Like all of this stuff. That's kind of this old, New York, like, society vibe, it all looks a little bit shabby. Like something really nice was put together 50 years ago or 30 years ago, and then just kind of got dusty. The 21 Club is giving that. And maybe I'm way off base here. I don't, I don't fucking know. I hope they don't, you know, put a hit on me or whatever for speaking ill of the club. But I don't know. I just like this whole lifestyle just doesn't appeal to me at all. I don't know. I guess they have money, which is nice, but early in the episode though, one of the one of the best scenes is Luann go working with the Soho partnership to sort of help homeless people um get back on their feet. She says part of being a countess is I have certain responsibilities. And, you know, it's not a job. It's a it's an honor. (laughs) So she is working with this woman, Karen, who is, you know, trying to get her kids back, trying to get a job. She's doing a mock interview. And Luann tells us that she was surprised to see Karen because she looks so clean. She doesn't look like a drug person. And this is perfect. This is this is exactly this is why we come to Housewives. This is why the Countess's sort of journey and trajectory is so compelling, because this is where she started. And you can tell she has a good heart. She's she's happy to be working with this woman. She is. It seems like really excited about being able to potentially help her. She loves the outfit that she picks out. Like, it's a nice moment. But the, the things that come out of her mouth, she doesn't look like a drug person. Luann, <laughs> I'd like you to look around at your friend group and um, and tell me what you think a drug person looks like, because I'm, I'm pretty sure you couldn't pick them out of a crowd. But it's nice. This is it's very reminiscent of the moment in a later season when she's working with the women who are like, you know, picking out clothes or whatever and is telling them how they have like 
time to lose weight. It's just, it's perfect. It's what we go to the Countess for. But anyway, back to Jill's dinner party. Ramona, she she's bragging about how she wanted to look extra pretty. So she actually hired a makeup artist for tonight. And this is so wild to go back all these years to a time when it was a novel concept to have glam, to hire glam. I kind of miss it because everybody looks good. Everybody picked out a nice dress. Everybody, you know, did their hair. Ramona looks a little more dolled up than usual. She looks good. The pink dress, it works. Jill's dress is really pretty too. It's like this crystal kind of like a gilded, what's the word? Um, Art deco almost. But anyway, uh, Ramona is taking on Alex once again. Of course, Alex was alone for nine days while Simon was uh, away with his family. And she's asking if she needs a permission slip for a girl's night, if she did anything. And Alex is like, I don't know. I just kind of like, it was a crazy week. I got home. I would just like have a cocktail and just sit on the couch. Ramona's is like, I don't know. I think it's weird. She didn't do anything nine days. And like, Alex has two young children. And granted, they did have the au pair there while Simon was gone. But like, okay, sometimes I go nine days without partying. It's not that weird, Ramona. <laughs> but Bethany, Bethany hits us with another great line. She goes, this week on an all new Ramona tortures Alex for being codependent. <sighs> I don't have an issue with Alex's social life, um, but I do, you know, Alex's kids are not the most well-behaved. They're yelling. Ramona's losing it. She, she says, you're hurting my ears, sweet pea. It's so funny that Ramona is a mother, but has kind of like no bedside manner with other people's kids. But then she also says that when Avery was a kid, she knew not to go on the couch, not to whatever. And it's like, wow, that sounds like a fun childhood. But yeah, I mean, this is pretty much the end of the season. We get a toast to the fabulous Manhattan moms, um, which is a fun little callback to what this show was originally supposed to be. And that's kind of it. It's short. It's sweet. It's... It's, you know, over before it almost starts. And that is the same with this episode. We'll be back next week to talk about the reunion. But otherwise, have a great weekend. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Picot. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.